You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic with Dr. Heidi, a toxic relationship specialist. Here, we bring hope, healing, and freedom to those who have been affected by toxic relationships and emotional abuse. Learn to not only recognize a red flag when you see one, but have the courage to choose yourself and move forward in a life that's free from toxic control of others. Living in an environment that's not healthy for you can cause this type of abuse to be accepted as normal. The truth is, it's not normal. It's toxic. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Dr. Heidi. This is It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. Rid your life of toxic people. And I was sitting here thinking about some of the things that in the next upcoming episodes I would like to address. And one of the things is to talk a little bit more about my mission and what drives me to my mission and what it is that I'm wanting to accomplish. My mission here at Coaching with Dr. Heidi is to provide hope, healing, and freedom to those whose lives have been affected by toxic relationships, emotional abuse, and narcissistic behavior. Okay, that is a mouthful. Anybody who has had a business, had to write a business plan, or has done anything uh, like that, you, if you have your own business, most businesses have a mission statement. So that is my business mission statement. My personal mission statement is to be a happy inspiration of hope to people that I meet. And what it does for me to have a personal mission statement is to dedicate my life to something bigger than just me. And being able to say that my mission is to be a happy inspiration of hope, it's because I had a time in my life that I was definitely not a happy inspiration of hope to anybody not even to my kids that I was raising. And so now that I have kind of developed um, this thing called toxic relationship awareness and healing, there's been a lot of changes in my life. There's been a lot of changes in my self-growth and my recovery and my, you know, self-worth, which is what I work with a lot of my clients on. So when I talk about my mission to provide hope, healing, and freedom to those whose lives have been affected by toxic relationships, emotional abuse, and narcissistic behavior, people may wonder why in the world would somebody want to have that as their mission? Uh, Because my life was affected by toxic relationships, emotional abuse, and narcissistic behavior. And if you've been listening to the podcasts, you know some about my story. Some people have read the chapters in my book. Some people have come to the conferences and the workshops that I host, or um, many of you have been private clients. If you've been a private client with me, you know more of my story than anybody would want to know. But at the end, I want you to know that my mission is based on something that I have been through. And I hold it very dear to my work to be able to say, I know what you're feeling. I've been there, I've walked in your shoes. Because you know as well as I do, when you try to explain toxic relationship or emotional abuse to somebody who's never experienced it, it is a difficult subject to talk about. So, you know, 
I didn't choose this mission. This mission 100% chose me. My life path took a completely different turn than I thought it would. Not that I was the best planner, but this is not what I ever anticipated that I would be doing, and I love it. But I will tell you that the years that I thought I was struggling, the years that I thought I was stuck, the years that I thought this is what my life is, how am I ever going to make it, were the years that I was in training. And now looking back, I was in training for this. I was in training for the podcast. I was in training to be able to travel, do a world tour, and have my conferences on educating people on the toxic traits of the toxic on the toxic traits that a toxic person uses to control you. It was in the plan for me to be able to take private clients step by step through the under, understanding their situation, empowering them and even through safety plans for them to find their freedom. Everything that my life brought me through was so that I was prepared to be doing exactly what I'm doing today. So with it being Thanksgiving weekend, I have to tell you, I am so thankful for you guys and the people that are listening and the people that share my podcast, the people that follow me on social media, the people that send clients to me because of situations that they're in. But above all, I am also very thankful for my past because without the past that I walked through, I would not be able to bring the information to you guys that you need in order to remove yourself and find your own freedom. So with it being Thanksgiving week, I don't think I've ever felt so grateful. Not that I don't struggle. I struggle with a lot of things that you guys struggle with, the same day-to-day -day things. I mean, I raise kids, I pay bills, I go to work every day. And there's things in my life that I struggle with. But when I look back, the struggle is all worth it because everything happens just like it is supposed to. So if you've been listening to my podcast, just know that this year for Thanksgiving, I am super thankful for you guys because you guys right now is what gives my life meaning. So I appreciate that. Now you got me with tears, which you guys always do. Um, but that being said, I had promised to do an episode where I answered a few uh, questions that came in from listeners. And I'm going to do that right now on the podcast. And I have a couple of them that I really feel like uh, need to be addressed. So I was super thankful for the questions. One of them I probably get asked once a week at least. And a lot of times people will ask this on the Strength Within um, Facebook support group. And it is, why is it that when I'm trying to learn the toxic traits or trying to understand what toxic people do, why is it that I feel like I am the toxic one? Okay, this this may end up being a podcast in itself, depending on you know where I go with it. However, the first thing I will tell you is toxic traits are contagious. So as we talk about the character traits of the toxic person, uh, we talk about things like the traits where they tear you down. Toxic people feel better when other people are struggling. We talk about the traits that they don't take responsibility, which are the not my fault traits. They don't apologize. They don't take responsibility for their actions and they blame people. 
We talk about those type of traits. We talk about the traits that are always present, the causing tension and the controlling and taking your identity and your decision-making skills away. Talk about those type of traits. We also talk about the power traits. Okay, the power traits are traits that I feel come from a personality that is a little bit more controlling than some. And if you have not taken the TPA, the Toxicity Profile Analysis, on my website, I encourage you to do that. It is a lengthy questionnaire. Um, reason being, I have my re I have my reasons for everything, just so you know. Everything is lo seems logical when I make it up. But it's a long questionnaire and it's yes or no question. Now I warn you, none of those questions are happy. And what the purpose of the toxicity profile analysis is, is so that when you take it, you can get a mild, moderate, or severe affected answer and what that is is how affected has my life been by the toxic traits of others so you will just get mild moderate or severe depending on the amount of questions that you answer yes or no to the results I get from the TPA are each one of those questions correlates to one of the 21 characteristics that I teach in my program so when I get the results that you send in or that come to me when you hit the submit button, I can see exactly what type of personality you're dealing with. And the reason that's nice is because then for those of you who follow up with a individual session or follow up with a phone call, um, a consultation, you don't have to waste the time on the phone telling me everything about the relationship and everything that happened because it is my, um, or I have experienced, it is my experience, I guess that's the best way to put it. It is very emotional to all of a sudden tell your story, which is emotional to you and upsetting to you to a complete stranger on the phone that you've never met. So it works out very well if you take the TPA because I can see what type of personality you're dealing with and we can jump right into the meat of the first conversation. So if you haven't taken the TPA, I encourage you to do that. So back to the question from the listener on, oh, this was actually, an e this was emailed in. Uh, why is it that I feel like the toxic person? When, you, when we go through the character traits, you will start noticing that you have some of these traits, okay? There's a bunch of different reasons why you may feel like you have the character traits of a toxic person. One of them is, is this, and, and this is something that you need to be careful of. Toxic traits are contagious, okay? Why are they contagious? Because eventually the more helpless and hopeless you feel, you have to be able to fight fire with fire. And things like yelling, talking down to, criticizing, name calling, you know, getting back at, revenge, those type of things will kind of eke in and take over when you need to fight fire with fire. So just watch yourself. And one of the examples I have for that is I was really never a yeller, but by the time I removed myself from the toxic relationship, I was a yeller. And there is times now, after being out for over a decade, I still find myself yelling. And I even find myself, when I need to make a point, I raise my voice. And I think, you know, that comes from having to, wanting to be heard and trying to use your voice in toxic situations. So one of the reasons you may feel toxic is toxic traits are contagious. 
and eventually you start developing them because you have to be able to keep up with them. Um, a couple of the other things why you may be feeling like you're toxic is toxic people tell us we're toxic. And we say it all the time, toxic people's accusations are their confessions. They are never going to take responsibility and they're never going to take the blame. So they're going to tell you that you possess their traits so that you're the one at fault, right? They will tell us that we're liars, that we're cheaters, that we um, have no morals, that we cannot be trusted. And they tell us all these things, first of all, to confuse us because normally we feel like we're pretty integratable people. We feel honest. We feel like we've been loyal. We feel like we have morals and that we are very trustworthy. So when they tell us that we don't have any of those or that we lie all the time and can't be trusted, that makes us very confused because as a person, we feel like we're good people. But they know by confusing us, it's going to make us question us, question ourselves and question our reality. On top of that, when they continually deny and lie, we begin to feel like there's something wrong with us, right? If they consistently refuse to admit that they're lying and consistently deny any mistreatment, we're going to start feeling like there's something wrong with us. Why do we always feel like they're lying every time that, and they say that they're not? You know, and a toxic person, strangely, can come up with 90 different things that will convince you that they're not lying. And you have one fact, and it's the only fact you need, that you know they're lying. And through this series of 90 things, they will convince you that they're not, that you overreacted, and that you're making things up. Why they have the ability to do that to us, I have no idea. But it puts your brain into a complete circle because what they do when they continually lie and deny about stuff they will accuse you of nagging you know when you've got the facts and you know that that's the facts and you keep asking them and they have to keep repetitively denying it or lying about it they're going to th think and accuse you of nagging you know you're always nagging or you're always pestering or you're always bothering me why are you always questioning everything I do? You don't trust me. You're the one that's not trustworthy. One of the other things they do that makes us question or confuse us is when we get upset, they tend to say stuff like, you're only upset and you're only crying because you're trying to manipulate me. You think every time you cry or play the victim, I'm going to feel bad and you're going to and I'm going to change my, you know, change my view inside with you. You're just trying to manipulate me when you cry. So what is that going to do? That instills the fact that now you're the manipulator and that you're playing the victim. When you know very well they're the manipulator and they use playing the victim to get control over people. But they're going to tell you that you do it to confuse you and to get you to stop the questioning and stop the accusations and and stop trying to figure out the truth. Because if there's something wrong with you, like if you're manipulating them, they're going to eventually get mad and probably end up with the silent treatment, which I just did a podcast on the silent treatment. But we tend to back down. We back down to resolve the issue because as soon as they start calling us manipulative, nagging, 
that we're playing the victim, that, that we always try to be the martyr. We're going to back down because we just really want to resolve conflict. So they, they accuse us, so we defend ourselves. And if we try to defend ourselves, they say that we, are, um, we just want to tit for tat or we just want to blame all the time. And they also love to tell us that we can't communicate. You wait a week to try and talk about something that's been bothering you. And first you, you know you're accused of nagging and questioning and not trusting them. And then, you know, they are upset because you keep re-questioning them. And then you try to explain yourself and they're mad that you're tit for tatting. And then what comes out is you don't, ha you don't have any idea how to communicate. So everything that they've just done is thrown every toxic trait that they do in your face so that you feel like you're the toxic one. So when you're reading through and you're learning and you're discovering and you're researching things on toxic people, you're running across these same exact things that they're saying. So it immediately makes you feel like, oh, they must be right. I must be the bad person or I must be the toxic person because they are telling me these exact things. And when I do research, the things that they're telling me I'm doing or the things that they're telling me I do or that I present are in the character traits of the toxic person. Well, that's exactly what they want you to think. Because if they, if you think that you're the toxic person, you are immediately going to turn up the volume on taking care of them and being nice and letting them control you. So it's all another tactic how they want you to feel like you're the toxic person. And, you know, one of the other tricks that they use is um, they like to criticize. They like to compare. They like to nitpick, right? So toxic people feel better, better when other people are struggling. I say that all the time. They like to make you feel bad. That's where the criticisms come from. And you just have to live with it, right? But the one time you criticize or even try to give some constructive criticism, they will never forget the fact that you have criticized them or you have called them a name or you have compared them to somebody. They can do it all day long, but the minute you do it one time, you will pay for that for the rest of your relationship. Remember the time you called me blank or remember the one time you compared me to so-and-so. You know, our relationship's never been the same since you criticized my abilities or whatever you criticized. Yet they criticize you all day long, every day, and you become so numb to it that it rolls off your back. And so when you criticize them, they never forget it, which immediately makes you feel like a bad person because they don't forget it. But you forget, you forget the criticisms that they present on you. They don't forget them. And so immediately you're feeling like the toxic person because you indeed did criticize them. They also disallow you to speak to anybody about the situation. I remember what happens at home stays at home. We don't talk about what happens at home. Home is personal information and not everybody outside of our family needs to know that. Okay, so basically what that's saying is I'm gonna do whatever I wanna do at home or I'm gonna do whatever I wanna do within the realm of this relationship and if you talk about it outside of here, we're gonna have a conflict. And then if you end up going outside of you know that toxic circle for help or advice, then you are accused of 
bringing personal information out to ask somebody else to help, which makes you look like you can't handle the relationship. And if it was so bad, why aren't you leaving? So it makes you look like you're overreacting or you're blowing things out of proportion because if it was really that bad, people would have been able to see it from the outside. And I mean, there is a thousand of you listening to me right now that knows very well the person that is presenting in public is completely different than the person you are seeing at home. Whether it's a parent, whether it's a sibling, whether it's a child, whether it's a spouse, whether it's an intimate partner, whether it's a roommate, a coworker, the person you are seeing that's trying to control you is not the same person that the public sees. So they use that against you to make you feel like you're the bad person because nobody's gonna believe you because they present so well in public. And they're always going to deny any type of mistreatment so that they can say you make things up. And who really makes things up? Oh, the toxic person, the emotional abuser, the narcissist, the liar, the person who denies. They're the people that make things up, but if they've got everybody else convinced they're a good person and you say the truth, people are gonna think you made it up and they'll tell people you made it up, which makes you look like the toxic person. So if you're feeling like the toxic person and you're one that sent in the question, how come I feel like I'm the toxic person? I hope some of that um, helps you out just a little bit and it allows you to see it from a different perspective. Toxic people want you to feel like you're toxic. It's just another control tactic. And it works very, very effectively for expert manipulators. They know exactly what to say to change the way you think, both about yourself and the situation, to turn it around so that you look like the bad person, you look like the unhealthy person, and you look like the one who's causing problems in the relationship. So I'm hoping that this spreads a little light on those of you who feel like you might be toxic. Yes, again, toxic traits are contagious. Check yourself. Criticisms, name calling, don't fall into those because they will never forget those and that will be turned around as you being the toxic person, okay? The other thing I should say, every single one of us has toxic traits. There is not a single person on the planet that doesn't have the capability of being toxic at certain times in certain situations to other people. So when you learn the character traits and you know exactly what they are, you're a lot more equipped to keep your traits in check. You know, your name calling, your frustration, your aggression, that type of thing. And toxic people bring it out in you because they're poking at you all the time and, you know, prodding you and getting you wound up and pushing you to the point that you blow up or pushing you to the point that you lose it. And then they can say, oh, see, you can't even control your temper. I was just trying to talk and you can't communicate at all. All you ever do is get mad and yell. But they've trained you and they've kind of guided you along and it's a slow process. It's this slow molding process that you can't explain because you're in it kind of enmeshed in the middle of it. And then all of a sudden you turn into a person that you don't recognize. So if you're feeling like you might be the toxic one and this didn't answer your question, let me know and I'll try to expand on it. A toxic person is never gonna admit that they're toxic. So if you're thinking you're the toxic person and you're asking somebody if you're the toxic person, or if you're asking somebody if you're emotionally abusive, 
you're probably not, not that you don't have the capability of being that way, but a toxic person does not take responsibility for their actions. They're gonna blame somebody else all the time. So if you're asking me if you're toxic and you're wanting to really wholeheartedly know, chances are, yeah, you have some toxic traits, but you're probably not the toxic one. You're probably feeling guilty and convincing yourself there's something wrong with you because certainly your self-worth and your self-confidence has been molded by somebody else. So let me know if this answers your question, if you're the one that sent in the what if I'm the toxic person, and I will um, answer it better for you or give you some more information on it. Also, um, if you have not taken the TPA, go to coachingwithdrheidi.com and take it. I know it's the holiday weekend, so you have time to get on there. Um, it's obviously confidential so that um, I'm the only one that gets the results, so that should you know, give you a little bit of peace. In the meantime, I want you to enjoy your Thanksgiving. You're probably going to hear from me again, but thank you all for listening. Again, I am so grateful for the community that I have built through this podcast and on social media. You guys make me who I am and you guys make me get up in the morning and give me a reason to work and give me a reason to continue to reach out and you give me a reason to spread the word about toxic relationships more and more. I have never been so inspired to do something in my life. So I appreciate it and I am very grateful for all of you. Thank you for listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. If your life is being affected by a toxic relationship, visit coachingwithdrheidi.com and take our free toxicity profile analysis or schedule a personalized consultation with Dr. Heidi. You can also follow us on Instagram at coachingwithdrheidi or join our private Facebook group at Strength Within. Take your first step to freedom today. And remember, it's not normal, it's toxic. Thank you.